Welcome to the PDKU Podcast with Nathan Future, Vic T. Miser, Dylan J. What's up? Please don't kill us. Please don't kill us. We're here. It's middle of August, beginning of August. It's been a minute. We've been slacking, but we still talk about shit off the mic, but you know, we always want to try to get these things out as much as possible so we can stay up to date with information because it's every day. It's a, a whirlwind of stories. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, whirlwind and stuff. You know, in the time where we've got presidential elections right around the corner, it seems like, although it's really, I guess, it's more than just around the corner. It's pretty far away, I guess, ultimately, yeah, 2024, no you know, yeah. November, but... It's over a year away still, and there's there are already, like, indictments and mudslinging. Well, Trump's and been campaigning for about six months now, for real. I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. But think about all the shit that came out about Biden, too. Like, they put the UFO shit out, but that exact same day, all that shit came out about Hunter Biden. Well, there's no coincidence now. There there have been people that have Just keeping like, track hey, of this. 100%. There's no such thing. Every day that, that something people. comes out big about Biden, the, the next very next day, day they, they drop the Trump indictment. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 So there will probably it's be, based off of what bullshit. people, I mean, based off of what's already been out there, there will probably be another two Trump indictments that will come down. So, therefore, there's probably going to be some significant bombshells that come out about Hunter Biden and the Biden family. I just saw today, actually, that uh, the House Judiciary Committee is uh, throwing around the idea of subpoenaing uh, subpoenaing Biden and uh, Hunter Biden and maybe even other members of the family to testify. They're going so out to Clarence Thomas. It's about to get... Did you see it? Uh, I mean, no, not more than usual. No, what? Not, well, I don't know specifically what you're talking about, but I know something they hate today. that guy. There's something new today, boy. I forgot. I it was look. I saw it. It was like he had so many perks, and that was just the main headline. Oh, it was oh. one of his. Uh, he hangs out with a billionaire. He had a ring that was like Derek Jeter's World Series ring or something like that. And Darn, motherfucker! He's they, been a Supreme Court judge for like half what longer than most people talking here have been alive. What thirty something years, I guess. Well, I'll look and see. It's how been long. yeah, it's been at well, least that, right around forty time, years. Yeah. I mean, with the way that we've talked about this before, like of course the billionaires have the judicial system into their pocket. Like, is this like big news? Like, I don't. It's funny what they will dig into to right, try and make a story, right? Right, like again, it was breaking news that Don Jr. was posing next to a fucking rhinoceros or something when he went hunting. Hunter Biden is literally on video fucking prostitutes and underage girls and doing coke and crack and all of this shit. And the media's like, he's just a mere drug addict, guys. As if, you know, his ties to his father are insignificant. And and we're supposed to believe this after we just went through four years of Donald Trump and his family being the most corrupt ever. Like, it's, uh, it, it's why... That was one thing I was telling you about that Patrick Bet Davis. He did one with uh, Chank Ugert. And, and uh, just the way he talks about Donald Trump is so – it's just, it's insane. It's so wild to watch. Or even uh, it went a little viral. Uh, Joe Rogan was doing one with Jim Gaffigan podcast, good podcast. But at some point they started talking a little political. And Joe Rogan was like, what's a fact that federal agents were in uh, – um, you know, in January 6th, and they were a part of it. Like, it's a fact. Like, there's people testified to it. You know, there's video footage of people admitting in all of this. You know, that uh, Tucker Carlson did an interview with uh, the head of the uh, D.C. police who told him that it, the whole January 6th thing was rife with uh, uh, feds. So, I mean, you know, they, 
in some way, shape, or form, they have federal agents out there. Whether they were provoking people, provoking people or not, no, no, for sure. There's one guy on video. What's his name? He's like the main oh, Ray Epps. Ray Epps. Right. Like, if you haven't seen a video of Ray Epps trying to coerce people into the Capitol, and he's somehow not sitting in a jail cell with all the January sixth right. people, it's the like night oh. before he literally was telling people to go into the Capitol, and the people around them were like identified fed. him and started chanting "Fed," right? Like, so the. Um, but you know, so this idea of what they pick and choose to cover, they being the media, the mainstream media, and then also what gets pushed or, and, or allowed on social media is the mainstay of what we talk about, because it's about that, that control of perception to be able to manipulate it. So the hopes are, you know, you see some of these stories, you hear these things and you can kind of compare and contrast. We hope people have memories, you know, and you can remember things. Uh, and, and remember that Chuck Schumer says about Donald Trump, they got six ways from Sunday of getting back at you in reference to, uh, quote unquote, picking a fight with the uh, the military, the uh, intelligence agencies. You know, so he says that on TV, on a live interview with Rachel Maddow, I believe it was, which is usually the highest rated show on MSNBC. And he says that. And of course, conservatives, right wing news, pick it up, talk about it. But then we proceed to see Donald Trump getting indicted, being the first president ever in history to have his house raided, to be indicted, to be this, all these things in the criminal justice system. And we got a a pretty prominent Democrat senator saying that the intelligence agency can fuck you over and we're watching it. And then people can't connect the dots. Imagine if the intelligence agencies had beef with Obama and somebody washed up on the shores of their beach house. <laughs> right, right, right. Or maybe they found cocaine in a, in, a, in the a white house. house, which I did see that they have they identified it. who it was, but they never released the name. Right. Well, they said it was somebody within the, the Biden, Biden circle. circle that had it. And Biden knows and he chooses to not release it. Could you imagine again, the Trump fucking presidency and the administration Finding cocaine in there and them not being all over it and the name not already be out there and people be in front of that person's house. You know what I'm saying? Like shorts like Nostradamus and shit. You know what I'm saying? Because he had that lyric from early, like maybe late 80s, early 90s. What are you doing in the White House if you're not selling cocaine? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah. I mean, to find cocaine in the White House, you know how bad that has to look for us to every other fucking nation in the world? How do the people, some people go, oh, fuck them, turn them to glass. I don't care about them. But think about it. Every other nation in the world, how we look. And it's already bad enough that we want, I mean, we've nominated ourselves and made ourselves fucking the world police. But we've also made ourselves the world's hill. You know what I'm saying? Well, you have, you ultimately will be. I mean, you do too much. I mean, you have no opportunity but to be the bad guy. Yeah. Because it's not like in a lot of these conflicts, if you look back on them, that they're really justified. I mean. They're justified for the uh, corporatocracy because right. they're money-making schemes to go over and place uh, faux democracies in places. And then they can, just like the Live Golf Tour. I'm, I mean, I know we've talked about it on here before, Whoa. but. Um, you know, we were over in the Middle East and then they just opened up a golf league and then the PGA swallows up the golf league that had been established in, you know, the Middle East. You know, you go in, create havoc, put the people in place that you want in place that are going to go along with the schemes that you have in mind. And, you know, then you leave and say, well, we didn't win, but 
there was no winning to begin with. There were no weapons of mass destruction. Well, and in reference to what we're going through right now with the hundreds of billions of dollars we've already sent to Ukraine, the probably billions of dollars in equipment and, and munitions that He's we've asking lost. for another 43 billion and, right now. And then on top of that, you've already got BlackRock and some of these other big banks committed to helping build Ukraine. So then you got these corporations that already own huge portions of our country being like, oh, well, we'll help out guys. So then, of course, they're going to extend their tentacles to that country as if they're not in other countries already, I'm sure. And we currently have a shot clock because they are about to extend those tentacles into Bitcoin and the price for the everyday individual to purchase Bitcoin is going to go through the roof. Uh, In my opinion, the approval of the the Bitcoin ETF along with the halving that's going to occur in like 250 days. So it's in 2024 sometime between those two events, you're going to have, um, you know, the, the corporatocracy is going to get their hands on. The biggest one. I mean, BlackRock is it. That's that, that's the ultimate bad guy. I mean, if you're looking at it from a standpoint of, you know, we, the people versus whom that's the kind of prime example of, of and who, that and who owns BlackRock? They don't say. I don't necessarily know that it's owned by like a person. I think it's probably a collective. <laughs> There's probably a, a a collective of people. I would assume. But yeah, I'm not exactly sure who owns BlackRock. We'll, we'll look and see while we're sitting here. Right, while you talking about Rock Johnson, it. <laughs> it makes sense exactly. Think about that. He, everybody thinks he's such a nice guy. You know, right. he'd, be, he'd be the guy guy that's got like a lot of money. But no, I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna smear Dwayne like that. I believe it's a it's a group though. Yeah, there's no single majority stockholder. Oh, and Clarence. Oh, Thomas. Larry Fink is the founder, chairman, and chief executive of BlackRock. That's right, Larry Fink. I've definitely heard that guy. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to that guy talk about shit. Uh, listen to some of his interviews and listen to him publicly speak. He's great. He's real great. Why are you saying that? Like he's a the worst fucking just dirt, just a well, piece of crap human being i mean we've kind of talked about this before about from a um like a social standpoint uh more like a personality trait really when we were discussing before how i forget whose stance it was i think it was you brian or vic that was like if we're looking at kids who grew up millionaires with rich families versus folks kids. like us who grew up you know middle class, lower middle class, higher middle Nothing class, whatever. Yeah. Me and, me and Not being that. able to relate. It's like yeah. what this guy and Klaus Schwab and fucking George Soros talking about, that doesn't completely equate, you know what I'm saying, on our scale. So what they look at as a normal day is just way different. So, I mean, he just his philosophy on the planet and the world and just social things, you know, he just, he's a, he's a representative of the corporatocracy. He's a mouthpiece for them, but... Not, not yeah. I'm not gonna He's say got a last name like Fink. That's awesome. Right. It's it's a bad guy last name. Really. I mean, it is. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's almost like you know the king. But the they Carlos they have this. trillions of dollars in assets under management. Oh yeah. Along yeah. with Fidelity and Charles Schwab and Vanguard Group and all of these other company corporations that have filed for their ETF. They've the SEC's already come out and said if they approve one, they're going to approve more than one at that given time. Right. Um, you know, they're not going to pick and choose. If they approve any of them, they're going to approve probably all of them at the same time. And so so the amount of money... And they're going to go ahead and buy up 
all the Bitcoin as stuff. much of it as available, but I don't have to sell it to them. You don't have to sell it to them. They can buy all they want. It's a supply and demand issue, just like you selling your figurines or. So, I got two questions. Go ahead. First Action one, figures, motherfucker. <laughs> first one is there is the anticipation that. Okay, well, let me go about this. So, when is the having? Uh, middle of 2024, okay. like July, August. Is it in anybody's benefit, more specifically BlackRock's benefit, to get approved before that happens or after, oh, or does it matter? Um, it probably is going to benefit them to get it before it happens because I, you know, historically after the having, the price per Bitcoin goes up because the the reward for mining the Bitcoin goes down. So whereas you're spending the same amount of electricity to mine 6.25 Bitcoin today, that same amount of electricity in 2025 is only going to get you 3.125 Bitcoin. So different question, I guess now. So does the cost of energy and how it fluctuates, does it affect Bitcoins directly? Company like mining companies, if you're not getting efficient enough, like if you're not winning enough Bitcoin by running the software to compensate for your expenses, then you're upside down. And like any company, you fucking flop. Right. And then you liquidate. You know, you'll still have that Bitcoin that you mine to be able to liquidate. You'll sell your miners off and. And is it possible right now, since BlackRock is about to be involved, is it possible for anybody or any entity to buy up all the available Bitcoin that's out there right now? You'd have to go to every exchange mm-hmm. that's out there and I could still buy your Bitcoin that you have in your self-custody device. That's the whole thing. It's all peer-to-peer. So like they're getting in this with that hope. You're 100% correct in your assumption that they're going to try and accumulate as much of it and then use it the same way they use gold or right. they use the dollar bill well, here's the thing: that The difference in that in gold, though, is that there is an infinite amount of Bitcoin. That's what a lot people don't no, understand. No, there's not an infinite amount. No, no, there's not an infinite amount. Finite. A finite amount. There's, there's only going to be so much. There we go. Yeah. Right. Like we can print imaginary dollars. We've been doing it for thousands of them. I'm just kidding. For a couple of years now. Yeah. You know about the printing a press. Few. Yeah, I've been watching Warrior. But anyway, you can also think about go, the gold channel. Like you say, gold. Well, the price of gold, people are going for silver now. Have you noticed that? Because the price of gold, they found like a large gold reserve somewhere in the world. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the price of gold, they didn't plummet. But it went down a little bit, and people have been sitting on it. Was like, it, it's, I, thought, I thought gold would be cool. It's the size of all of the gold that's currently in circulation Dude. is in this uh, location that you were just talking about. I saw that not too long ago. Yeah, but yeah, it's, so it's it, double it supply. To, yeah, it's, it's basically said, okay, we all the gold that's in the world right now that you know of, we just found a mine that doubled it. So I mean, and think about that. That's like. That would be like splitting Bitcoin in half and saying, okay, we're going to have this. Or doubling it, making it 42 million Bitcoin. One, you know, and some people fear that, right? That they there's a back door to double the amount of Bitcoin that is mine. Well, but I don't think it's do possible. The only one that is the dude that's got a million sitting there guaranteeing somebody to take it. Satoshi. I yeah. can't believe somebody hasn't took that. It's, they won't be able to take that. You don't think so? I think he's just way too much. Like he's a different level game. He might be dead. He could be dead and those coins could be gone forever and no one will ever touch those coins. You know, so there's shrinkage as well as it being deflationary with the mining process, forcing the price up to kind of account for um, energy spent, time and money. Proof of work. Yeah. Um, 
And so there's also going to be just coins that disappear into oblivion because nobody can ever t access them again. Just so like the, the supply goes theory, down. The Big Bang Theory episode where they were uh, Sheldon put it on a flash drive mm -hmm. and he lost the flash drive. And then the goofy comic book store owner who found it, he's like, found this cool Batman flash drive. And he didn't know that there's Bitcoin on there. They all thought, oh, what are you going to do with your money? Uh, looks like, too, uh, it's kind of with BlackRock on the topic because I was just looking around on some websites that uh, there was a top dim. Uh, their family member, I guess, sold BlackRock stock weeks before his committee announced an investigation of them. Uh, Democratic Rep. Ro Khanna of California reported selling large quantities of BlackRock shares weeks before the committee he sits on announced a probe into the company. According to disclosure forms reported by the Daily Caller, trusts linked to both his children and his wife sold BlackRock stocks totaling between 32 and 130,000. That's a large range to give us there. <laughs> between March and June of 2023, uh, Kana sits on the Congressional Select Committee of the Chinese Communist Party, which notified the financial giant in early August that it was under investigation over its ties to more than 60 Chinese companies identified over human rights violations or national security concerns, according to the Wall Street Journal. So yeah, so just a just a little bit of corruption going on in DC. Just Nothing some, big, uh, you know. That's not insider just trading. Little, just is a it? little, just a little human trafficking. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Nothing wrong with that. Popstar's new music video is straight up Satan worship. I'm the devil. Who is that? Is that Lil Nas X? He likes it. that uh, shtick. So Doja Cat. Is that who that is? Yeah, maybe so. Um, yeah, those guys. Sorry, go ahead. I just saw that. I was looking. I'm trying to find. There was. A, they were talking about today on Infowars about this fucking how they're gonna start pushing this tick bite that makes you can't you can't eat meat, but it's actually related to the vaccine. Isn't it like Lyme disease? Isn't that something, something that like has that. existed before now? Speaking of the vaccine, I'm just gonna throw this out here real quick, just because I'm gonna take less than two minutes. Um. Yesterday was the first day of school in the county we live in. And supposedly, I don't know the facts, whatever. One thing I know is a fact is that over 400 children did not get home from school in our county yesterday through the county transportation that is supplied by the public schools until after 8.30 p.m. at night. Over I think I saw, kids. I think they said the latest one was like 928, I think is what they said. The last kid got home from school yesterday at 928 p.m. Are they not using the Waze app on those school buses or what? Like what's got them slowed down so much? I heard through on, I don't know how true, you know, it's Facebook, right? You know what I'm saying? More than one source that a lot of the Jefferson County drivers, they devised a new plan because a lot of them would not get the vaccine. And they were mandating them to get the vaccine in order to be a bus driver. And so a lot of bus drivers are like, I'll go drive for Bullet County, no problem. I'll go drive for this county that doesn't make me do that. I don't want to do that. And from what I understand, it was close to two to 300 drivers mm. that, that was an issue. And so when you take 200 drivers out of the mix, imagine that's probably why. Yeah, but I mean, what? Well, I don't know what you're pointing to directly about that. But. Oh, I was pointing to you off of your analysis that you thought where they're leading us oh, to with oh, this yeah. uh, driver strike, with the teachers union issues, with mm -hmm. uh, SAG. No, no, we're just with the school districts, the bus union, bus drivers union or whatever, and the teachers union. I feel like what they're trying to do is they're going to push NTI on the kids where they're not going to go in. 
I don't think the teachers want to do with that. I think they'd rather sit at home. And so I think what they're going to do, because they, they cancel school for the rest of the week uh, mm-hmm. to and fix it. they're talking about maybe next week. Right. To it's fix in the it. works. works. They changed yeah. the whole schedule around to where essentially, you know, I like, see them practicing routes this morning. Like, like they have six. been on and off for the past couple of weeks, but I don't know. I I don't know what they why they thought it would be better, but essentially now, so my middle school daughter has to be at school at seven seven thirty is the earliest. That's like when they open the doors to drop them off at school, and so I usually would drop her off and she'll ride the bus home. So seven thirty, so school starts at I think eight ten for them. But like the the middle school and the high school kids, they started like nine, I think. So like they were getting, they're supposed to, so they kind of switched it, right? Because traditionally here, the early kids would go to school later in the day, and then the higher, the older you got, the earlier you went into school. Was how how we did it. We got out two twenty one or two twenty two. Exactly. So they flipped it basically. So now the elementary school kids were getting off early in the middle school. Um, but it was an absolute clusterfuck. I mean, you know, it was a, a glaring failure. So, uh, but yeah, I, th- I think that that's what they're going to do. They're going to push NTI on these kids. Um, Saying they're not staffed. Because, I mean, ultimately, man, the grand scheme of things, that's what, that's what this whole establishment thing wants is us to stay at home, not really have any reason to leave outside of, 15 minutes, outside of a 15-minute city. I didn't realize this, but... Uh, it's not called a 15-minute city here, but they've got some kind of initiative in Louisville already that mm-hmm. they're doing uh, in reference to this because somebody else called into uh, Harrison Smith show and was talking about a couple of weeks ago about something about Louisville, and they were like, oh, yeah, Louisville's doing the 15-minute city thing. And I was like, what the fuck? And he put up an article where they were talking about in the Courier-Journal. I was like, ah, shit, son. It's not so that like, far from home. So they already are doing it. You know, this concept that you won't need to go outside of 15 minutes from your house. So they'll have everything within a small radius for you that you'll need. Uh, and ultimately, you're not going to need a car because you'll just use Uber. You will just rent a car for a temporary amount of time because they don't want you on the cars because cars are bad, you know, for the environment. So. Which, I mean, in theory. So, like, I've done a little bit of research into, like, food deserts and stuff right. like that, which is an issue. Like, right. everyone should have ready access to, like at least relatively nutritious food. Oh, 100%. Um, and it, Actual food, And by it the probably way. has to start at a local level. You're not getting that from the corporatocracy because it doesn't go along with right. their objectives. But, um, you know, in theory, a 15-minute city sounds cool. Like, you don't have to right. worry about not having somewhere to go get food or not having a gym or not having this or that. But their application of it will be totalitarian. Exactly. Control... Who's going to control your money type shit. Yeah, we got your money. We're keeping track of it. You can only like in China, you know, the money you can only spend it a certain amount of time. It expires if you don't spend use it like it's uh, it's the ultimate idea of control. And, you know, lower level folks on our level that don't pay attention, they don't think about it or they think that's they're like, so what? Who cares? It's like, you don't understand is it still the Communist Republic of China? Yeah. I think it's the in my. I don't know if it is. I know there's a party. CCP, right? I know that's the party, the primary party over there is the China, the Communist Party of China, the Chinese C- Communist CCP. Party. Yeah, but that's the primary party. I don't know if that's so. But I mean, it's communist for sure. I mean, and they have more people there mm-hmm. than any other con- any other. And they country. already got the social credit score over there, active and going. They got that. So they got their people under lock. I think, I don't know what the percentage is. So do you think communism is working over there? Oh, 
uh, reported. The, those human rights violations against BlackRock are most likely going to come from corporations that are in China right. that are running, you know, basically uh, slave labor camps. The concept is 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 automatically against the idea of America. Like it just it doesn't work. So it doesn't matter if it's good or not. It just it's not us. That's not what our country was founded on. So like we shouldn't even it's consider the it. Yeah, complete opposite, the very opposite. I mean, I'm not saying that. I'm not the, trying to get into which is worse, America or China debate. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying that both both <clears throat> countries are guilty of human violence. For sure, I mean, rights violations. Hundred percent. We use how many of you listening to this podcast right now have used DoorDash or Uber or Lyft? You're already participating in social credit scores. Have you left a review on somebody's yeah, eBay page? Sure. Yeah. Have you left a review on their marketplace? On how Facebook? many things do you get delivered to your house now, on Amazon every month? Now there is something to be said though in that regard because it is there are services being exchanged. There's a there's a transaction that's happening. So in that regard, it's a bit different. I'm just saying for the sake of business. No. You're, you're just right. saying no fuck with my earnings. That's how you are. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> he's like, what, what you shit on, homie? I mean, oh, no, that's the, what I do. But no, what he's saying is I true. The principle the point, is yeah. there. That's the principle. Because you know, obviously, they're trying to keep us lazy and docile. They want know, us I, in the house, I mean, fat, exactly, lazy, just like slaughter, just like you lead the hogs to the slaughter. I mean, I'm trying to be graphic and terrible. That's what it gets honest. to, though. That's yes. it. I mean, a long time ago, you made a comment. It was a long time ago, probably ten years. And he offended a lot of people in our close circle, but I got it. You know what I'm saying? He was like, okay, how about giving up your, your cell phones for two weeks? And my first question was, a week. was like, It was just a week. I thought it was two weeks, but anyway. I think it was just a week. I don't know. But anyway, we, whichever way it was, I just remember my first question was, why? And so we had a conversation about it, and I was like, okay. And he's like, well, but I just, he goes, the amount of negativity I got as soon as I ask everyone. He goes, even you were like defensive, like, why, why? And I was like, I was just asking a question. And so me and him arguing in Charlie's backyard, remember, for like an hour. And he's like, oh, I can't ask some questions. I said, yeah, but when you say stuff like, like he was, we, we kept getting more and more at each other's throat. So, you know, I said something like, you know, why would, give me a reason why I should. Give me a reason why I should. And he went and he goes, if you let me talk. So he gave me a reason. And then I was like, in your example you just gave, you said, you're going to have to get carted off like the Jews. <laughs> and that's the, he actually said that because his ire was up. But at the same time, it fit into this his point. I'm pulling something out of context. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you put it in the context of what he said, he was, he was going slippery slope. He said, you know, yeah. give up your phone or else you're going to be controlled by it. And then the people that have control of Here it are, are ten years later. Ten years gather later, you up I was into... wrong. You were right. I mean, I and I'm not saying that to be yeah. cool. I'm just saying it because I didn't even. Everybody else was like. So they thought I was crazy, right? Because like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. You know, or I can remember around that same time, but uh, at least class, all, you had a class, nice little bit with, class, didn't you? It would not, not well. His his girl uh, wife at the time was like, uh, you know, what is Nick okay? Like he's taking pictures of the sky and talking about chemicals in the sky and you know, and Glass was like, I, you know, <laughs> and you know, he even had asked him. And so it. It's just ironic because now you look it up and geoengineering is a thousand percent a thing. You can see plenty of articles where they've talked about putting chemicals in the air to spray in the atmosphere to block the sun because the sun is bad somehow. Both sides. So, like but, they, but, but it's you driving that. around in your car that's the problem, right? The stuff that's coming out of your car is a problem, not the chemicals that the government has approved to spray in the air to try to fight climate changes, if that makes any kind of fucking sense. Uh, but it's a real thing. So chemtrails exist. They're a thing. Ever. 
this summer. It's been the hottest recorded. I don't. Summer. I don't know if that's true. That's. I think if you look at it, that's think, probably more propaganda than true. I, there's no way it's been. The, I feel like I've had hotter summers right. in my lifetime. I don't feel like I have though. They, they're even Maybe because I'm older and fatter too though. They're <laughs> yeah, like I'm sweating my but, ass hey, off. I'd be standing outside. It's fucking hot as shit. But, but you're way thinner than you have been in the past too though. So I don't know yeah. about that. It was just. I mean, when Maybe you walk those outside. Years. Yeah. <laughs> Suicides <laughs> hit an all time high. Where at? Everywhere, motherfucker. This is America. The Messenger, New York. About forty nine thousand five hundred people. And you took know their who makes up the, the last year? I, you know who makes up the larger percentage of 50, that? Fifty thousand people. Oh, we, probably white men. Was it San Francisco? Was that where that happened at? Where that butt Marina boat thing happened at? That was absolutely nuts, dude. That is still it? chair. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. that's that another is? thing, man. That. Just These like, motherfuckers going nuts. It, they are, but it just they have both sides. The, ra- the racial aspect of it is so. Was that after obnoxious. the swimmers? The the no, it was, they didn't move. The, but somebody didn't move their boat, so they started I'm arguing. Sorry. And then what's funny is there's like three or four white dudes. There's an old black man. They're yelling at him. He throws his hat in the air, and then this dude starts swimming towards him. So, I mean, it gets nuts. This dude's got a chair, and he's hitting this old lady in the face with it. It's ridiculous. I have not seen this video. None of this? I have to go look now. Oh, not oh you're in for a motherfucking treat, homie. Oh, yeah, it's it's absurd, in this fuck. When you're watching it, It's a fucking like, brawl. It turns into a brawl, and it's not people get thrown in the water, getting beat up. Like, Oh, yeah, and there's no, it doesn't matter. There's women coming, duking men in the face, men duking women in the face, throwing them face first on the ground. It's awful. It's ridiculous. When you Degradation watch it, of society, brother. Degradation of society. I read your Facebook you watch it, today. I watch it, absurd, it man. made me almost feel bad to be a motherfucking human. Yeah. And really even worse than the video, it's the people posting it and how they react to it. Like, like yeah, excited about it. Alexa, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, what Was that what you're, what's inspired yeah. your post this yeah, morning? Yeah, it's like, okay. what are we talking about, man? Like, so many people, like... And it gets uh, violence. Gets... We love it. We eat it up. Although, you, you know, you'll watch a UFC fight You'll watch, uh, you know, regulated violence. So, you know, we're putting that out there to our kids. Our kids see us watching it. They love it. Oh, mom and dad and then they have big parties where everybody comes over and we turn the fight on the TV. And yeah, yeah, for sure. But, that, you know, and it's not just that. It's it's when you're I think you're born as a as, as a human, you know, you're going to by the time you're probably nine. You know there's gonna be conflict in your life. You know it's not gonna be all, all right. You, there's gonna be ups and downs, hills and valleys. But hopefully, you're, not until you are in your teenage years do you realize the level of actual crazy violence there is in this world. Right. Things. You know, I remember being in my twenties and somebody wanted to watch like this fucking youtube beheading of some journalist or something and, and talking about <laughs> who is that no no no, no 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 you was somebody was talking to you about it and you was like i probably would watch it but i don't know man i was like i just oh, I, I definitely watched it i heard, it. Somebody, I'm I heard somebody watching it and it, it just tough. hearing it yeah. just hearing it hit me so hard i was like there's no way i could watch that dude i would not that i'd have nightmares i would just my mind would not stop racing for like three days if i watched that shit yeah it just would be because i would think you know if anyone ever tried to do that, would I be able to do that to someone else instead? You know what I'm saying? To save my life or my kid's life. That's the way my mind works on stupid shit like that, which is dumb, but yeah. that's, that's, that's the way for me. I, I think that's a, yeah, as a man nah, in society, you have to, like, historically, like, the only reason you're here is because your ancestors who were male were able to protect you and your family from the fucking 
potential predators that were lurking around every corner. This is the very reason why actual good masculinity is under attack because that kind of masculinity is the type of shit that makes revolutions happen. And that, it fights back against the bullshit right, that they do. Right. You, yeah, can't, you can't you can't have a revolution with a bunch of fucking soy boy well, people that are scared. Yeah. You know people, I mean there's yeah. you have to think about what you've been through in your life and then what else is possible. There's always, you know, worse. There's always worse. There's people that have it worse than all three of us sitting here together today. They don't even know where their next meal's coming from. Yeah. They don't know if they're gonna sleep tonight. They don't know, you know, there's people that don't even know their names that are out on the streets, you know, that it's just, it's sad when you think about it, but it doesn't, you can't pick and choose your battles when it comes to stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? I could take water to the homeless. I've done it before. I could take blankets in the winter. I could do things like that to help, but I wish I could do more sometimes. And that's what this podcast is a little bit about is not really telling you to step up and be and be a rebel. I'm not saying that. Maybe though, if, if there are people to, out there that hear it and do for sure. But yes, yeah, if yeah. we can inspire, if we can inspire you to do that, that that's fine. But we all main thing is, man, don't believe everything you read. Don't believe dumb shit. Watch stuff and think for yourself. Mm, investigate think for yourself. Yes, think for yourself. Don't let other people tell you what to do. Don't let other people tell you what to think. And for damn sure, don't let other people tell you how to act. Now, if they're your friends and you're wilding out a little bit, then that's a different story. But you know. Right. It depends on who's giving you the criticism. Yeah. And, you know, one of the masterful things about this system that we are wrapped up in that sucks for us is that, you know, for us, you know, common folks who got to work every day and hustle every day to, you know, get by, it's hard to be able to invest time and energy and especially money. Uh, into you know going so like you know I finally seen some people over this whole bus thing going let's go down to JCPS's meeting on the fifteenth you know they're having one and there will probably be a lot more people there than usual because there was an extraordinary thing that happened that you know promotes it but it's like you know talking about some of these other things that get pushed into school is also significant culturally and ultimately on a societal basis it will be huge it, just as big as this bus problem. Um, so, I mean, it just, it's nice to get people involved, but it is, it's hard to do, you know, it's hard to, but if people hear it and they're like, fuck yeah, I heard about this. I'm about to go out and protest this, or I'm going to go to this meeting and speak up. That's what it's about. I'm I mean, my sender, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what, that's what we got to do. A letter. Yeah. I mean, some you, people think what, what, what does me writing one letter matter? What does me making one phone call matter? It, it's one more than nothing. Right. And if everybody has that mentality, then there's zero phone calls, zero emails. Mm-hmm. If everyone has that mentality, it's hundreds of thousands. Right. Right. I mean, you know, at just one right. per person. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. also, if it's just 1% of y'all that are out there listening, decide, hey, I want to step up, I want to do something, and just one out of every hundred. Think about that, that, that from zero to one. Yeah. Because it's going to come to you. I mean, you can sit on the sidelines as long as you want, you can try to avoid it, but. It's a coming, you know, it's, I was talking to my neighbors yesterday and they had never heard the concept of a female penis. I was like, oh, fellas, let me tell you all some things. <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was hilarious. Didn't wow, they? This one, the one did and the other guy, the younger guy up here, he was like, hold on. He's a, he's a Cuban guy. He was like, you're telling me, because I was telling him about this video where this transgender girl was on a date with this guy for the first time. And she like posted it and she's like, he don't know yet. Uh, you know, and it's like, oh, what the fuck? And so I was telling him about it. He's like, hold on. He was like, you mean she's a, a born a boy and then she, you know, is now a girl and she uh, she didn't tell the man? And I was like, no. He's like, <laughs> he's like I will beat somebody up. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I can't fucking tell you, man. Like, that's, that's trifling, man. That's, 
I know, I know just, lots of motherfuckers that would let them finish. <laughs> and then beat him up. <laughs> right, right. I know lots of motherfuckers right, that'd be right. like, fuck it, I'm gonna let him finish and then I'm gonna really beat that. Right, and they're gonna suck you know itself, what? right? Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck that, man. I, you know That's what? Horrible. If I ever uh, if I ever in my life get training tricks, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> but if something like it ever happened to me, you know, back in the day, I don't know how I would react. I've heard, I've heard this this is one of those propositions like fuck Mary Kill, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. You hear it all the time. But uh, you don't know how you would react until you're put into that position, man. And, Probably and wouldn't this, be great. No, but Probably same, wouldn't be great. I would be a shitty position to be in. But you know what? There's a, I mean, if 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 this person decides to be honest and be like, hey, you know, uh, I, I identify as a woman, but I was born as a man. If you have a problem with that, then maybe we shouldn't go out on a date. And I think the whole you. issue lies in the secrecy about it. Like if you got herpes and you start making out with me and didn't tell me, or like even worse, right. like yeah. it gets right. even worse than that. In right. some states, it's not even required. Like you could nah. have like a nah. some AIDS and shit and California, not have to be required to yeah, inform. They just changed it, which like is recently. crazy. Speaking about California, I've seen like a bunch of videos recently of people just getting fucked up like this dude this girl's riding her bike she's like a little chubby chinese girl she's getting punched in the face dude grabs her bike just takes off running everybody's just standing around watching oh and the thing is like it's it's not uncommon for like citizens in san francisco to be like i don't always feel safe and walking around my city it's like you're okay with that like you just continue to elect (laughs) officials that just continue to have policy that went viral uh within the past couple of days where this girl uh, it's like, I cannot believe it just happened. Like she went out, she's like, I was grocery shopping and like this guy came walking at me and he spit in my face for no reason and said, so, what do you say? Move out of my way, bitch or something. Yeah. And she was like, and she was like, I was like, you just spit on me. What are you doing? And he was like, shut the fuck up or I'll rape you. And she was like, she was like, I just don't feel safe in my city anymore. It's like, you think, bitch? Like, what are you talking about? Right, she was get so, the fuck out. She was so flabbergasted. And it's like you said, how how long do you got to keep putting people in power that are deteriorating your cities and not get it? And New York's having similar issues. Like, if you look at, they have lines of homeless people. Well, and the immigrants, too, is another thing. And, and they're complaining about it. They're like, the border right. crisis has shown up at our door, and we don't like it. Let's figure this out real quick. I saw but think about how many how many shit-fucking governors or mayors have you seen, like, just corrupt motherfuckers oh, yeah. in New York. New York 100%. is, like, notorious for having, after the person is no longer mayor there, it's like, oh, fucking terrible. Right. Terrible human beings. No, absolutely. Go ahead. But yeah, no, I mean, I'd say so. I mean, I, I guess you could say Cuomo, but he was also got some corruption shit going on with that between what he did with Giuliani. COVID. People and, love some people love Giuliani though. Oh well, yeah, I mean, Giuliani still gets love, especially from the Trumpers because he's a big Trump guy. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. Which you know, speaking of which, twenty twenty four elections coming up, a lot of interesting things around that. The Democratic Party has essentially decided, unless it changes, that they're not going to do any debates. Which we kind of talked about this before, but. The idea that they're not going to have any, and really there's only, at least from what I've seen, significant candidates on the Democratic side is Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., 
Um, and although I don't think he's officially announced it, no, the establishment hates it. He's not a vaccine pusher. He's been fighting against vaccines for way too long to be on their side. Well, and he even during his testimony that he gave during that committee, he explained to them, he's like, you know, the traditional vaccines I've had, he said, but I'm not getting this vaccine and I'm not, when I make my kids get it. Um, but the Gavin Newsom is also a name of her float around, but I don't know that he's officially made an announcement that he's running. But he see, just is campaigning and he's raising money. And Gavin his, is his, Gavin's been he's had his nose up in, the, in that mm-hmm. arena for a while. He would be the one that the establishment wants to push if they decide yeah. to let Hunter and Joe go down eventually, closer to the end of his presidency. Right. If they decide to let him fall, I think Gavin would be the one that they will push sure. ultimately. That to, well, that is a, if they don't use the VP. I still well, think that, they won't use her. She's terrible. I um, haven't even seen her face. In like good for you a year, <laughs> lucky guy. Uh, but now Roger Stone was pretty adamant up until this uh, chef found up wound up dead outside of the Obama's house that it was going to be Michelle Obama that See, was going to run. I, I was talking but, about that too. People were like, no, no, no. Yeah, but you know, with this chef showing up, and then there was a report. What the fuck is that about? How come girl... nobody say anything about that? Well, because it happened outside Barack Obama's house. So what do you what do you expect? They're going to talk about it. I mean. <laughs> It seems awesome. like it would be national headlines. Oh, you, you think know, if former there was a president chef found a outside of Mar a Lago wouldn't be fucking breaking news. Donald Trump strangled a motherfucker. You know what I mean? And he's like, out there on a paddleboard. Like, did they take him out on a paddleboard? Like, because it seems weird. It's like, okay, he probably just died from regular circumstances. Like, who kills somebody on a paddleboard? Unless they got in an argument and Michelle was like, I'm not even going to go there. Like, you can't tell people. Right. But, uh. Right. And then, you know, there was a book that just came out by a girl that used to date Barack Obama. I don't know if it was in college or high. Maybe it was college. Where he told her he used to fantasize about having sex with men uh, was a quote that was taken out of her book. So, that don't go real well uh, for, for people either to start talking about. So, it will be interesting to see. The media is obviously going to do what they're going to do to try to cover up that story and. I don't you know. think it matters if he fantasized about a little dick every now and then. No, I don't, you I would don't think care. not, but he's adamantly not come out and said anything to the contrary. But there have been multiple reports. There was a guy when he was going through, I don't know if he was during his Senate run or when he was running for president that wrote a book about the fact that when Barack, well, it was his presidency because the book was about when Barack Obama was a senator. Obama would pick him up, they'd do cocaine together, and then he'd blow Obama. Like that was, you know, that was what they always did. It's old fucking goofy looking white dude, but he was like, you know, that's the secret service there, the security this, he picked me up in a limo, we go ride around, blah, 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 like wrote about it in the book. And whether or not it's true or not, I'm not 100% sure, you know, but there have been other reports of, of him being gay or at least of that uh, mindset, which is ironic because, you know, he didn't support gay marriage when he came into office, so... It's it was kind his of political position he had right. to maintain. It's of that mindset that, you know, old school Democrat, we're not, yeah. not with that gay shit, basically. Which is absolutely insane because there's so many people that are, like, in the middle and leaning left or leaning right that really don't, I ain't going to say don't care. It's just they're, they don't look at the, the 
LGBTQT plus a whatever community. They good try. Like, that was a good effort. Was a good hey, it was what close. We missed it. it. Was <laughs> close. the fuck out of it. Yeah, it was like tra- end, I was doing good to the end. It was like, like a transgender boy, man. You cut that thing on love. Right. Oh. Oh, but terrible. seriously, those people would not have grown. You think we had an audience in here the way that happened. Like we're playing cards with double Z already, motherfucker. No. They, they they don't look at it like okay here's my gay friend they're like oh that's what do you mean you're gay that's your fucking friend who cares you know right. what I'm saying that's it does and people say oh it's not really like that I was like well for some people it fucking is that's the perversion of it is that it's sold to people as this caring loving accepting but it's very um, antisocial Put you it's in very boxes. anti-human it's very anti-interactive right because like now you got this weird anxiety about having to consider what somebody's pronoun is and if it's a boy or a girl and you know it's, it's just, just a, a whole right it's just a <laughs> whole mind people fun. what are your preferred pronouns before Have what, you? yeah I've asked i don't know that i've ever asked when that, i ask people when i ask them that nine times out of ten they smile they smile and tell me what they are sometimes it's they and it's, them it's like uh, caring about somebody i was for sure was a dude i was for sure had a full like beard like mine right now and she, why? And I'm like, oh, sorry, sorry. I just didn't know. I didn't know. Sorry. And it, right. it was and some lady that was working at Walmart. And then when she turned and started talking, she had that gruff voice, but her face just looked like a man. She's like, dude, I couldn't help it. I didn't know. Am yeah, I supposed man. to know now? Hey, that's the proper way to ask. But them. I said, I said, well, what's your preferred pronoun? She goes, she. You know, she got, that was the only time I really got negative. The rest of them, people are smiling like the lady at the coffee place, Honey Brothers, whatever. Um, she they you know what i'm saying you cared That's, enough to reach out to her and you know ask about her as she a said human thank being. you sir she said thank you sir and i was like oh, oh. thank you you have a good day what's your preferred pronoun and that's exactly how the conversation went that's exactly how it went you know she told me she smiled so you know it now did was she born with a wiener i don't know <laughs> i'm saying probably yeah do i care nope. no not who at gives all a not one bit who gives a flying fuck you know and that's the thing about it is people automatically think Oh, well, you think about this like this, then you have to think about your pro life. You have to be against this. You're pro choice. You have to be the yes. Don't put me in that box. Don't fucking tell me what to think, act, do on any any situation because I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not. Only thing I'm going to ask you to do is think for yourself. And if that's bad, then I guess I'm a dick because you know I want everybody to think for themselves. No, that should have, that should be how it is. That's a basic skill, you know. That everyone should have. I'm gonna let you get let these guys wrap it up. I have to go make my exit stage left. They got a few more minutes, and uh, I appreciate you guys letting me be on here. Y'all be safe, always, brother. Yeah, take it easy. And I will see you guys next time. And please don't kill me. <laughs> what the hell is this? Teen um, teen rapper Lil Tay releases statement oh, yeah. after mysterious death report yeah. alive. It says. Yep, and her brothers that, that her brothers are alive too. I read something about that. She, she's the girl that was like nine cussing, holding up a thousand dollar bills. Oh, she's an AI experiment now, huh? Ooh, what are we going to see the physical body of this? AI is crazy. We're getting into a era of uh, questioning, you know, if any content was produced or written for by human being or non-human life. Like the aliens that were flying the spaceships that we got verification of the other day. Non-human life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's 
uh, author AI writing unauthorized books being sold under her name on Amazon? Um, well, because with some of these AI technologies, you could like take all of someone's previous content. Like if, like pick your favorite Twitter person, like if you said Laura Loomer or whatever, you could input all of her previous tweets into a computer, an AI bot, and it it will come up with a new tweet that sounds genuine comparatively. Well, it's kind of like the one that we, I'm pretty sure we talked about on here, the Joe Rogan one that they did, where it was basically doing Joe Rogan podcast. He Mm. interviewed Trump. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he interviewed this other guy on there, you know, just through AI. Uh, Did you see where... Rogan said that he would interview Trump the other day. And he did I, say it. I didn't. Know I, I think he did. Yeah. I feel like that. I, I felt like he would be more of that mindset now. Uh, it was kind of funny uh, that Patrick Bet David guy did Rogan's podcast a couple of days ago. That shit was nice. That was really solid. But he was he was he was pushing pretty hard on Rogan. He was it like, might have been. Dur- was it during that? Po- did you listen to the whole thing? Uh, so because I think it was during that podcast where they were talking about Donald Trump, and that's yeah, they where were. He, he said that he would. Uh, so the way it him. started was Patrick Ben David said something to him about it, and although I don't know if it showed it on camera, you could kind of tell based off of their interaction that it seemed like Rogan had signaled to him that he was going to, or at least that he's considering it, but mm-hmm. he didn't say it because Patrick uh, Ben David was like, "Oh, okay, okay, yeah, so okay, maybe." But then the reason why I say I'm not sure is because then later on in the podcast, Petra Bank David went in and was like, you know, look, man, I don't want to keep going back to this. He's like, but, you know, you, you got you to gotta have him on. He was like, you know, if you look back in history over the past, or, you know, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, we look at it, you know, you're the GOAT at this point, Rogan. You you are the GOAT already. He was like, but, you know, 30, the, 40 years from now. If we look at goat, it and you didn't interview you didn't Trump. didn't interview Trump, like. You know what? What we got going on? What here. were you doing? You right. interviewed a lot of right. MMA stars, comedians, right. Bernie Sanders, for that matter, <clears throat> uh, Kennedy Jr. Yeah, and his was good. His was good. Um, I mean, Rogan, he's got an amazing ability to just be able to fucking talk to anybody. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I think part of why that works is because he only really has people on his show that he's interested in right so, so he's genuinely asking questions about right. their shit to, and he's already knowledgeable about what they got going on so it's it's easy to flow with it but just his style man is so so different than anybody else's it i mean it's um it's really good to listen to for sure but now nah, he should he should and you know from from the standpoint of trump and uh the republican side of stuff with the, when it comes to the elections i mean i feel like DeSantis, man he you know, people say he bought into some establishment shit and he's in with like the Carl Roves and the uh, Newt Gingriches and all these anti-Trump guys. And that's ultimately what put him where he's at. But I don't know if that's what it was or not, man, but he really hurt himself. Like he should have just not, you know, he I think he's lost. I think Vivek has gained uh, where he'll probably I don't know if he's not already should be number two in the polls, I would think, based off of what he talks about. Um, did you see that Trump has denied to sign the GOP's uh, like debate forms, like guarantee obligation of debate or whatever? I have not. Um, I've heard. I heard he polled one of his. I should really watch his rallies more. I don't now. Uh, but 
that he pulled one of his rallies and asked them if they thought he should debate. So I guess he's throwing around the idea. But I, I feel like probably what the, the angle is is that if he's not signing it, there's probably something on there that he's abstaining from. He, maybe it's got something to do with these fucking ridiculous indictments that they keep throwing at him. I, I don't know for right. sure, but um, – and it's kind of weird, man. I don't, I don't, I don't get it because I feel like the the establishment has to understand that this is only kind of lionizing him and it's only kind of building him up. Like I can't see too many people. I mean, there are some. You know, there are definitely people that are like, yeah, we're gonna get him. You know, but the, I think there's a lot of normies more than the people that supported who I'm assuming are more left than anything that are like, well, man, what is going on, like? over some documents in this, you know, they're going to indict him over something he said about January 6th. Like, and then you see these 10 minute clips, 15, 20 minute clips of Democrats, different Democrats over the years, the decades, denying stuff. saying the same worse, saying worse. Hillary Clinton went around for four years after she lost the election and talked about how it was a quote-unquote illegitimate election. And he was a quote-unquote illegitimate president. They tried to over it. Right. So like, this idea that him saying stuff can create violence, but then they just completely are oblivious to all these things that these Democrats have said. It, again, it's another one of those moments where it's like you just hope and pray to God that enough people see these videos of all these Democrats doing it to where they could be like, OK, well, look, I don't you know, maybe I don't agree with what happened on January 6th, blah, blah, blah. It was terrible, blah, blah, you know. And but it's like if you look at what Trump said, he he fight, peacefully protest. Go show your, you know, go do what you're supposed to do. Like, it seems so obvious that it was a setup. And the the judge in his case is a Obama-appointed judge, right? Oh, God. Yeah. And Obama like a Hunter Biden. Uh, worked at the firm that Biden, Hunter Biden worked at. So, I mean, it's like, and, and won't recuse themselves. And, and now they've got this weird thing going on where they're trying to expedite the case to get it to go sooner. <laughs> Like they drop something on their desk and they're like, well, we got to agree to have the court, you know, within the next day or two. And they're like, well, we can't, you know, it just, there's weird shit going on. Uh, one of the guys reported that during that, uh, that first um, arraignment of his, where I guess they read him as charges that, you know, they don't have court, the cameras in federal court, of course, that there were a lot of the other judges in that district that were there to watch it. And that the the uh, Barnes, Bob Barnes, the lawyer that's on Alex Jones a lot and does his own show, he was like, "That's unethical." He was like, "Having all of them there for what reason?" He was like, "That's like, there's no reason for all those judges to be there." Granted, it is historical and it's big. He's like, "But that's very unethical and unusual for those judges to just be there witnessing it, you know, and being present." Um, so it, it just a lot of stuff that's not not up to not up to snub and because you know you've got this radical hatred towards donald trump because of how the media you know manipulated that perception about him it's like they don't some people don't mind that we're they're eroding away the justice system because they've convinced you to hate a man so bad that they're gonna cheat they're gonna lie and they're gonna try to you know prosecute him over bullshit but guess what once you allow it to happen once then it gets to happen again through somebody else. It might be even worse for mm -hmm. either side. For sure. So it's, it's a it's a setting. It's wax on, wax off. You know, I'm sure I've said it plenty of times. The corporatocracy, you know, they put the the person in in place that's going to further the agenda. And you know, you set a precedent, and that right. is the new precedent. And so 
you know, the, the power changes sides of the aisle and the other side gets to use that same power that you just used, you know? Right. So like you said, it, it may be Donald Trump using that power. You know, I've made the comparison to the, the Reichstag many of times. I think, yeah, I think a lot of people believe that's what the establishment wanted it to be. Uh, there was actually just a video I saw on, tw- on X, sorry, uh, yesterday where there was somebody. Is that the first mention of X on the <laughs> PDKU podcast? Maybe. <laughs> Shout out, we're monetizing. They're getting that ad revenue for content yeah, creators. Go follow that. us on Twitter, PDKU yeah. podcast. Yeah, get on there, follow us. We'll be posting on there some-ish. Um, but yeah, uh, but I was on X and there was a video that was showing some Trump supporters stopping somebody that was smashing some windows and shit, you know, like, I don't think you've probably seen this uh, January 6th video, you know, it was a new one that got released. So it, you know, and then you look at that Jacob Chansley guy, the QAnon shaman guy, he did an interview recently on Alex Jones. I mean, it's, I don't know. It was almost weird because he was so like in tune with shit, like just smart on a lot of things. I was like, I still wonder about this. Like, it seems sus. Like, he fit right in with Alex Jones. Like, he was just, like, so much so that Jones was like, bro, you got to come back Saturday. You know, we'll get you on Saturday. We'll do, a you know, an afternoon show. And he's like, all right, I'll be on. So the very next day, they did, like, a two-hour just straight podcast where they just talked about all kinds, which it was probably really good because when I listened to him, I was impressed with him. But then it immediately made me think, like, how is he this good? You went in here and right. acted the way that you acted while and, knowing all this shit. And it wasn't even that he acted crazy, but it was how the media used it. Yeah. And now he's out. And now he did explain that part of the reason he said Tucker actually didn't, what Tucker did actually didn't help him. He said he was based off of like good behavior or work or whatever he was about, he was set for early release anyway. So it just happened that, you know, Tucker had released that right around the time he was already about to get out anyway. But I don't know. It just, it's, it was like, this dude is too smart. Like, and maybe not. I mean, if not, it's great. Cause he, he's, he's well-spoken actually. And he's really in, in tune with like the establishment and like all the dark energy and, you know, I would think if you listen to him, you're probably like, oh, yeah, yeah he sounds pretty solid. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But I don't know. I, it just it was a little suspicious to me. Controlled opposition, possibly. Right. 100%. That, I mean, and that's the whole point of January 6th is, you know, you uh, – and it's actually that back to the Jim Gaffigan podcast with Rogan where <clears throat> Rogan was explaining to him because Jim Gaffigan's like, hold on. He was like, so you're saying that the FBI and the CIA were putting – agents in there to try to provoke people to get them to do stuff and he said yeah it's a known tactic it's a fact they've done it for years not even just in this instance but in other instances you know decades ago where you get a political movement one that you want to take down or not just any kind of movement whatever you want to take down so they have some kind of a rally or something you get some agents that get embedded with them you provoke them to be violent, then you get the police to come in and arrest them, and now Everything you've been able soft. to arrest them. Right. right. So it's like it's not unfucking heard of, you know. And especially in a time where in the Gretchen Whitmer case, where there was an allegedly a plot to kidnap her, there was like a plot, and there was like 13 guys the news came out within <clears> a couple once, of them were FBI agents. Oh, or? no, no, it wasn't even a couple. Once it came down to it, I think there were again, there were like 12 or 13 people, and more than half of them were FBI. So it was like most of them were FBI agents and there were like maybe five guys, four guys that ultimately 
got wrapped up in, hey, well, we can get you some money and we can, you know, let's go do. And it's like, well, at that point, are we really locking people up that are committing crimes? Or are we just sitting there fucking dangling bait in front of some crazies <laughs> and going, oh, look, look, we got them. You know, right. terrorism stopped. Like, and, and that's been something the FBI has done a lot, too. Stop terrorist plots that, that you know, in quotes. originally. That they essentially uh, often, are, you know, create and, you know, by way of manipulating somebody who is impressionable. So it's not an unheard of thing. And... In your spidey senses should go up if, if and when you start to talk about this on these uh, platforms that we're allowed to speak on at times, uh, when they start to target what you're saying about it, then that should be a red flag to you that says, ah, I must be over the target. Mm-hmm. Because if you're saying shit that is insignificant, they're going to let you post it. If you're saying shit that don't matter, it's not touching anything, they're going to let you say it. But you start saying shit that touches on things like, this is speak. Oh, ivermectin can cure COVID, essentially? Fuck Shut that. that down. We ain't talking about that. They tried to cancel Joe Rogan over that and couldn't do it. And that was one of the things that ultimately red-pilled him the most. He was like, if they could do that to me, right? not a regular guy, I guess, but, you know, uh, Big a face. fairly insignificant yeah. guy otherwise, if they can lie and they will lie about me, then what does that say about all these other things that they talk about? Right. They're lying about them all. And that's kind of what I saw my neighbors. I was like, you know, it's like you, they'll tell you the truth, but through a lens of they'll spin it their, in their direction, right? Yeah. Their narrative. Just like they've done with Bitcoin for the last, uh, you know, 10 years, they've, they've told you how horrible it was, how it was used for money laundering and, uh, all of these negatives and why, you know, you shouldn't participate. And here we are 2022 and they're going to be probably one of the 2023 or 2023. Excuse me. Shit. We're seven months in too. (laughs) It ain't January. motherfucker. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so, you know, we're here in 2023 and they're trying to be some of the largest procurers of Bitcoin in the world. And they're talking about all of the, you know, environmental, uh, positives of it you know and and they just didn't want they don't want people to buy so you know if you take away anything from what i've said about bitcoin today is you have a time you have a shot clock there's four to six months before the biggest entities in the world are going to be buying up as much bitcoin as they can for all of their investors and when that happens along with the halving in 2024 the cost in dollar bills because I'm never trading my Satoshis back for dollar bills. I will buy things with my Satoshis, but I'm never going to transfer back into a weaker currency. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Uh, But right now, you got six months to try and get cheap sats, you know, discounted sats, because once these big players get into it, you know, like you said, they might buy up all the PayPal, all the Coinbase, everything that's on an exchange, they could buy in a day. They could probably say, buy a lot of there is a, a limited amount that's available, right? Like, right. Even though I quote unquote own what I own, it's still on that exchange and still could be bought by them. No. And then is that so? It's mine if it's in self custody. If it's on PayPal or uh, Robinhood, you know. But that would be unethical. They would still have to pay you out your money for your investment. I would assume. But Robinhood has a if they go a, bankrupt, an though, amount of Bitcoin available that they can sell. 
they or we hope that they do they better on their because that's what ftx was was they were claiming they had bitcoin that they didn't actually possess gotcha. and then people came and tried to get their bitcoin and exchange it right and they were like oh and sorry we don't <laughs> have it and we we're really bankrupt it. it's right. gone right we you know really so paypal in theory could have the same thing happen or Robinhood could have the same thing happen where you know if you have it on paypal and then blackrock buys it and the price of bitcoin goes to you know one million a coin and everybody's trying to liquidate then you would know, it go would the cost of it go down initially though as they start to buy because they're buying it or it's going to go up i guess because the demand is supply and up. demand is yeah. all it is is the so and on top of the them purchasing the supply which makes the supply to everyone else lower you're also going to have them pushing that on to other com corporations that they own you know they're a big player in a lot of right. businesses so think about once they have a, a stake in Bitcoin succeed, succeeding, then they're going to tell their companies that they have stock, you know, sh a right. big portion of the stock in. You, we're going to start accepting Bitcoin and we're going to, you know, get these systems in place. It's cheaper than working with Visa or MasterCard or any of these corporations. The transaction fees are minimal in comparison. Right. Well, then also from a, a similar perspective, or I guess just thinking about it, if so if they start to buy it up, that means the price is going to go up or the cost of it is going to go up, which means that people who have bought into it at maybe your price or my price are then going to want to potentially to make a buck or Possibly two. Possibly try to sell it. Sell it out, which then will draw out more. Don't, don't sell it. Which don't will give it. them the option to absorb more of it. Yeah. And, so and so they want to absorb as much as they can. For right. Sure. Right. Which is... That's going to be a test for some people that have been into it for a while. They got it. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. if it does that and it, and it kind of explodes. Another thing I'm curious about is how do you think as it leads up to that, as it gets to that, how is the media going to talk about Bitcoin? Like, Because I have to imagine that if and when BlackRock gets their hands on it, they're going to then want the media to start to do something. I don't know if they want them to talk negatively about it or if they want to be like, hey, all right, we'll start talking about it. So people will start buying it, getting it, using it. You know what I'm saying? Like It is a, that's a big question mark. They could try to drive the price down to purchase more at a cheaper price, knowing that it's a finite uh, resource, or they might want them to pump it up, you know, so that right. their investors want to keep buying it so that they can be the procurer. But the same thing I said about PayPal, BlackRock, it, Bitcoin was made for self-custody and peer-to-peer transactions. It was not made for a, a middleman. That's the whole point of the whole creation was to eliminate right. the middleman. BlackRock is going to shoot themselves in the foot. I'm just telling you, they're going to drive the price so high that, you know, it might collapse again. But when it collapses and they have over-leveraged themselves, it's going to eat them. Right. Yeah. No, and I mean, I... And it just, you know, I'm always curious about how media will will cover things and push it. And part of my kind of what I watch about Bitcoin is to see if and when, because it's like if and when the media starts to, in, in, you know, sell it or push it hard, it's going to be like, oh, that's, that's suspect. But they still are pretty. They've been getting more and, more, you know, there's been more positive news coverage on the mainstream media of, Maybe not like the media themselves, but the people that they're having on to discuss the right. it's getting talked it's about. Getting talked about in a positive light by people that have been in the financial sector for 
a long time. And I know Robert Kennedy Jr. is pro Bitcoin. Isn't Vivek as well, right? I think I'm pretty so. sure I think he's kind of pro Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's something that Trump could adopt. I think he could. It would be big for Trump. I don't know why he hasn't already. Is honestly my yeah. thing. You, you know? got dinosaurs working on his campaign. It sounds like would probably be part of it. I guess so. But you know, my what I'd say last is buy sats, hold sats. You know, purchase good food, nutritional food from a local source with your sats. Yeah. Is the the layout for a yeah. a community based um, growth and you know get back to the small town. I mean, you can do it. Look at it from two ways. You can look at it from a advancing society in a good way, or if even if you just want to be selfish, you know, you can make some money. I mean, you know, it's the first way is a much better way to look at it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But uh, you got more time, or we will be done after this. Uh, we can keep going. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. Because I, I want to ask you something else. We'll talk about. Here, let me. Yep. All right. So yeah. So what we were going to, what we were talking about doing, the uh, reason I asked you if you wanted to stay and do more is I thought it would be kind of a fun idea to maybe come up with a couple few or a handful of like, um, what'd you call it? Create a politician, create a candidate. Create basically. a candidate pretty much. Like if you got fucking 2K, NBA 2K23 or 24. What, what what's to come he going to be strong right. in his assets? You know. I mean, like it, I think in history, it's already shown that the candidate's got to be fairly tall. Not, not like extremely tall, but at least exceptionally tall based off of the average. Uh, so that's got to be it. But would it be, does it got to be a white dude? Could it be a... I actually think that like uh, a person of like Indian or even like Native Vivek, American maybe? Like a Vivek type? Yeah. I think Native American would have, a, especially with the uh, establishments push for, yeah. uh, you know, equality. You know, I think that helped with Obama's campaign with the change and non-politician. I think would, you, I think it would have to be a politician, but you would have to have a good track record of like businessman. Yeah, yeah. Well, businessman, and I think in your politics, like you would have had to stay the course in your politics and not kind of almost like maybe like an Elon Musk, could a Bezos, somebody of that stature that is out there business wise, semi-famous because of that or mega famous because of that. But also in certain instances, more Elon than I guess some of the other ones speak out politically. Right. Because Elon's very vocal about his beliefs and, you know, he's been a big, uh, not to go off or create a character, but he's been a big, uh, voice against the human trafficking and like promoting the sound of freedom and stuff. And he is not afraid to shit on George Soros either, which is funny. He'll say his name straight out. (laughs) He's got the big, like one of the biggest followings on Twitter and dude's like, fuck George Soros. That dude is, he hates humanity. Hates humanity. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, he goes hard, and that's coming from the dude that's like creating cars that drive themselves and shit. Like, you would think he'd be like, uh, "We're moving in a direction," but maybe it's a cover. You know, maybe that's all his game. To he really's like, "I'm gonna automate everything." And- <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I mean, because he obviously <laughs> works with the government contracts wise. Right, so, SpaceX, I mean- but. Uh, Let's see. Back to your creative character. So, so outside of the the physical aspects of, it, I think to me more fun than that. Really, I, I spoke about the height just because that's kind of a, it has been something that's been significant. But, but like from a policy standpoint, like, um, you know, what would be some? I mean, obviously from our standpoint, I think Bitcoin support would would be huge. That would be a big part of the platform. 
to bring awareness to it, educate people about it, all of that, yeah? Yeah, I think that like a inclusive um, border policy, like, you know, a border, but allowing people in with verification on a faster basis so that so, there's not so much red tape to work through to come here and live the American dream. You know, like Vivek in his uh, <clears throat> interview you were watching when I got here, talking to Patrick, whatever, Bet David, Bet David. Uh, you know, he was talking about how he is the American dream, has been a business right. owner, came here, or his parents came here with nothing 40 years ago, and now he's multimillionaire raising two young boys, and he's living the American dream. So I think, you know, a uh, a policy that's favorable to protecting the homeland security while also right. allowing for more people to have access to the American dream is, uh, and I think in, you know, in this, in this scenario, you know, if it played out that, I mean, ultimately really, we just need uh, somebody to, to enforce the laws. Mm-hmm. That's it. And we need to, you know, some of these rules about getting to, I mean, let's be honest, you know, like them or not, Trump's idea of what the border was, was it's about one of the best ones we've had since I've been alive. These the politicians that we have now, both sides, pretend like this issue is unfixable and like there's just no control. So it's a combination of the fact that we have people like George Soros and I'm sure the Koch brothers, you know, if you want to go right and left there, that fund non-governmental organizations that actually promote in other countries for citizens of other countries to come to America because of our immigration laws. So we have to stop that. You know, we have to have people have a vested interest in investigating those companies or those non-NGOs and shutting them down. I mean, ultimately, if that's if if we've got people doing that and we know that they're doing it, that's that's got to be illegal. I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? That's not people coming here because of an issue. That's people coming here because there was an advertisement they saw that said, hey, right. So enforce the law. So separation of corporation and government would be the biggest. I mean, that's what I think, you know, that boils down to when you get to the base campaign point, I think that would be a separation between the corporatocracy and our actual representation. Right. Although you were talking more about like uh, investigating corporations that are actively pursuing well, illegal immigration. Well, yeah, right. I mean, it's ultimately it's corruption. I mean, I feel like it's all it is, you know, because then whoever's funding the NGO, they get tax breaks, but then they give money to the, the, the politicians to keep it going, you know, and it's just a circle of life. All the while, the human trafficking goes on, the drugs, the whole deal. And we get to change the whole culture of the country by bringing in people from all over the world to just come and exist in some instances. It's not all, but you know, to say that there's not a percentage of people that don't just come here to exist is bullshit. They just existed in their country. So if they can just come and exist in a country that's way better than where they came from, I think a lot of people would do that. Um, so yeah, enforce it have to have enforcement of the, of the laws um, for the border. But also, I mean, you know, 
Yeah, I guess that's the best way to put it. That, um, you know, they we'd have to enforce that and then come up with something to do with people that are already here. I mean, we you, we can't just everybody don't just get a pass. Unfortunately, that it just can't work. Pro gay marriage. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't you know civil unions. I don't think are a problem. I don't you know I don't think that would be an issue. Um, but hard you know, on pedophilia, you of know, course, like all the kids stuff, keep the kids away from it. Like, right. you know, we need to, you know, I'd say leave that up to states, but I think the stance would just be leave kids alone. You yeah. Know? And maybe try to come up with a certain age, what, 16, 18, probably, probably 18 to be able to make any life changing decisions as far as your like chemical balances in your body and let it be incorporated with normal discussions of sex and gender and all of that when kid. But, you know, I think that there'd have to be a significant push about there's only two genders. I mean, I, I don't think we, you know, and I, I hate to say we got to shut it down in some way, but the idea that feeding into it is going to make it better, I don't, in my opinion, I don't think it, it helps. I think it's crazy to think there's a, a it's now it's over 100 genders and you can just make it up. It's like, well, then it's nothing. Then. So if, you're, you're saying pro LGB, basically. Uh, would, I mean, that I'm would not be, even against trans. I'm just saying. Oh, that, LGBT. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You but know, like this just whole, anything that right. really is real, based in reality. Lesbian, right. woman and woman. Boys gay, are going to compete yeah. against boys. Girls are going to compete against girls. If there are some instances where girls can cross over and compete with men and then do that. Because, look, it's no knock on women, but in most of these sports we're talking about, the men are the elite of the elite in these sports. Right. It's not, it's not anti-woman to say that. It's not um uh derogatory it's not bigoted to say that i'm pointing out facts right. the obvious provable facts the best the, tennis player in the world right. serena williams loses to a mid dude yeah you know with the 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 best the women's soccer team lose to high school kids like high school boy you know these are provable facts the fastest man's going to dust the fastest woman it just, it's just facts so if women can cross over and do it and compete, you know, I have no problem. That happened when I was a kid. There was a girl on our baseball team. You know what I mean? Nothing wrong with it. She could play. One of the best players on the team. Mm -hmm. That's why she was there. Right. You know, but not everybody can do that. And we're not going to let men switch around and go jump into women's shit. That just ain't right. I'm not doing that. Um, so, you know, I, in the terms of politics, common sense, LGBTQ support. You know, That's fair. Is, is hey, we're building a, a campaign here. So that, right. I like that. Common sense, LGBT uh, policy and pro support. No kids stuff. Um, all right. So what's the next uh, I think I think a couple for me uh, from an energy standpoint would be so pro hemp. That it would be, I would mention it every time I was on TV. At hemp, hemp is a production to replace all these plastics that we use now. Okay, that's a very uh, you know eco friendly solution. You know that that should get support from the left. You know, um, maybe not from the capitalist, but I think ideally you create a product using hemp that competes with the plastic to make it the favorable right. capitalistic move. And then from a biodegradable standpoint and all of this, it's, it's just better clothes, you know, as much as we can make with hemp production, cause that'll help with the climate. 
I, I would think, you know, it would certainly be, although it wouldn't be the best in the scenario of left or right, it, the left would hate it. But I think we definitely have to be pro oil of some variety with the with the mindset of getting to maybe more electric or to me, I think the, the best version of that is hybrid. I think if we do hybrid, it's the best of both worlds because then that makes the or the gas go even longer. Right. So you're ultimately maximizing. So to me, I think the push for hybrid would be just as big pro hybrid energy usage especially know. for cars i mean you know in trucks even and, how, i mean you could get into you know every aspect of energy usage really i mean i'm with the you could do slash on the bitcoin into mining and you know pro uh, methane harvesting for mining operations that are government ran so that the United States government can back their currency with a solid uh, asset like Bitcoin, which is what, so so what did you say? Pro methane mining. So you're saying use methane to mine the Bitcoin to power the mining of the Bitcoin. So there are are places uh, doing this. There are oil rigs like where old oil rigs were at. There is methane leaking out into the environment. And so you're harvesting already existing methane uh, to run your energy on your mining rigs. And that is happening in like Texas and some other states have started to approve it. Yeah. And we got a bunch here in Kentucky, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Which I think is a cool. Well, yeah, I never even heard of the such. Um, Let's see. What else would be? kind of a top tier policy you know figuring out the the debt issue you know trying to be fiscally responsible government spending would be cut dramatically dramatically cut government spending dramatically uh i think it's gaining momentum but uh, I think the FBI and the CIA would have to go. I think you could come up with something else or something with the same concept. But I think anybody that's been involved now, unfortunately, good or bad, I think they got to go. Because I think it'd be near impossible to decipher who's the good versus the bad. And you don't want to put people through a litmus test. Right. That's not right. that's usually not acceptable to most degrees of fairness right because then you're just getting the preferred candidates right but at the same time i feel like it's so corrupted from top to bottom with you know yes men and the, you know just how corporations work you know you worked in a corporate job ever in your life you see or even in any place you ever work in any kind of a, a walmart a target you see the structures you see people flock to people you see you know so I think you'd have to scratch it and come up with a new version of that, whatever it was called, whatever it is. I just think that's a tough, uh, like, I just worry how many people you lose on the campaign trail if that's your, like, a part, big part of your campaign. Like, you and I can agree that, like, it seems like it's being manipulated, you know, maybe a restructuring of the FBI and CIA is a easier sell than a complete disassembly in a new you know entity that we we're going to create the new good entity you know and replace the old bad entity it's like okay well you know 
you were if somebody came out and said that to us, we'd be like, well, who do you want to put into place? Right. Right. right? Like, right. Who's are you Soros funded? Are you going to put in a bunch of even worse than what we've already got with the FBI and the CIA yeah. currently? It's a task, man. And that's why I say get rid of it, because it's like, I don't know what how do you restructure at this point? Like, you know, how do you? But I understand what you mean. I think to a lot of people, they're going to hear they're going to think it's radical, but. I do also, with the same regard, I think that it's actually more popular now than it has ever been. The idea of just abolishing the FBI and or the CIA to, I think it's, I definitely think it's more popular now than it has ever been before. Whether that's good or bad, I don't know either. Do you think that they stop like genuine human trafficking? Like, do they find stuff and like, like follow stuff that is actually valid and helpful? I feel like they they have to, must. Yeah, I do too. I'm sure it's it's probably just sectors of it or groups or kind of like Sounds of Freedom. You know, I don't know if you've seen that, but it's you know where, it, you know, you get a couple of people in some prominent places, and then you know you can make a lot of things happen. Like you know they set these people up, and I think I can't remember how many kids he requested, forty or fifty, within like a week, and you know they got them, they had them. You know what I'm saying? So they quickly were able to round up these kids. Um, so, and that was a true story. You know, that whole thing that happened, that was a true story. So to be able to round up that many kids that quickly is kind of wild. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but yeah, I'd say they got to, I mean, you know, I'm sure there's some kids that get returned back to their families or, but uh, so I don't know though, but so, definitely, so, I don't know if we don't want to say completely cut it, it'd definitely be a reform FBI. Well, we could say yeah, that. that that works. Um, no more voting machines. Uh, Paper ballot only. Foreign purchasing of land. Foreign government's purchase of land. Yeah. Anti-foreign oh, government. The purchase. obvious one, bro. Better food. Better food. Better. More regulation on food. Or maybe not. See, I, I go back and forth on regulation of food because, you know, that's how we got away from non-pasteurized milk is that the regulation came out that it had to be pasteurized and pasteurized milk is worse for you than non-pasteurized milk. You know, they, they created a media frenzy over some bad milk and convinced everybody to kill all the good bacteria that's in milk. Okay. So what about this? Less chemicals in food and all things is like we almost to the point where you might even incentivize businesses to do this tax breaks and things of that nature. As close to single ingredient uh, foods, right? And and soaps and detergents. Mm -hmm. Like get in the mindset of we need to slash chemicals completely out of as much as possible pesticides, but you know ones that are organic pesticides. Get rid of fucking Roundup and all of that. Gone. Like atrazine. Gone. Done with it. Immediately. Uh, what's our foreign policy? We, we, you know, interventionists or we... Uh, I mean, I think outside of like helping people in emergencies, get the fuck out of everywhere. Bring them home. Like, I, you know, we got what, 300 some odd bases? I say in a lot of instances. And, and maybe my ignorance to it, you know, maybe they're significant, but 
if it's just to be, hey, we want to fucking control the world, cut it. Done with it. We need we need to come up with ways to pay this debt that we got. So, you know, we maybe we'll cut it down to two hundred instead of three hundred and something. You know what I mean? But I'd say, you know, bring the boys home, but let's build it up. Let's get our technology to where if and when we need shit, it'll be ready. But I think it, I think what the the problem with that is what people would see is that with peace, there would be a lot of peace. Now, maybe in some areas where there's, you know, this battle over land and this religious battle, this some, but this right, Ukraine thing we're talking ain't about happening. The Gaza Strip. This Ukraine like- thing ain't happening. If we, as the superpower of the world, again, with over 300 some on bases, aren't sticking our fucking fingers in everything and provoking all this shit to a certain degree, or at least knowingly allowing bad things to happen, then these things wouldn't happen. If we stick to our shit and don't worry about it, then we would, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I think less involvement for us would mean calmer. I think that the biggest drawback to that is the perceived threat of well if we take our foot off the throat of the world there's going to be someone else that's trying to put their foot there possibly and you know if if as the candidate you know you got some information as you you know then maybe but i mean sure you know as it is now china's trying to buy up some you know they would what was it the what was the fucking air base that we left in afghanistan that they immediately bogger them they come in immediately and snatch that shit up one of the biggest air air bases in that area and we had control over and we just gave it up didn't even give it to them now china has control over it. like that's so yeah i mean yeah to a certain degree sure that would but again if, if we're thinking about it if everybody's kind of operating under the mindset that we don't have this fucking like big evil eye like George or not George Soros, but uh, uh, what's his name off of uh, Lord of the Rings? Uh, I don't know. Gandalf? Gandalf, but not the bad guy though. The eye of Sauron. The eye of Sauron. The big evil eye looking over everybody constantly stirring up shit. Now, I feel like there would be less situations of countries trying to take advantage of other ones. Now, you know, that might be naive, but yeah, I, think- I just think less of us spread out. We don't need, you know what I mean? Some instances we need to have a stronghold here or there. What I, you know, I'm not completely against it. I'm just saying minimalize or minimalize, minimal, okay. minim, minimal, minimize, minimize that as much as possible. All right. I think we got a pretty substantial list going. Let's see if I can think of any more campaign. What about abortion? We just keep it as it is, let the states decide? I think you got to leave it as it is. You know, you might get, you know, there's some people that don't want you to leave it as it is, but I think ultimately you can move to a state if it's that big of an issue for you. I think be around people that, you know, you can't force other people to do what you want to do, but, you know, if everybody in the area agrees that it's at a certain date, it's no longer allowed, you know, then it's no longer allowed. So go somewhere where it is allowed if you want it to right. be allowed past that date. And I think kind of along the same lines with the food, we would, you know, you would almost want to incentivize and encourage uh, pharmaceutical companies to come up with organic ways and natural ways. You know, we'll make it what I think it was supposed to be, not a form of control and really kind of almost perpetuating sickness, but actually solving sickness right. let's look for some uh 
but along with the foods and stuff, but getting the chemicals out is that'll lead that'll go to hand a lot hand. of health right. as well. That so. would go hand in hand with it for sure. No, I think it, I think it really would. Um, I don't know. I think that's a good, you know, and there's probably more that, that we might have missed, but I mean, that's a good 10 to 15 pretty solid ones that, and I, and I think what's crazy is I look at these, I'm like, man, if any of these candidates that are out there, Trump includes or anybody else, you know, hits on any of these or a couple of them, it's like, ding, nice. ding, ding. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like with Bitcoin. So I don't know. Candidate, candidate, we just created though. You heard it here first. I feel like that would win. Bitcoin, promethane mining, we got separate corporations from government. So really you would focus on getting people to try to, you know, do what they're already starting to do now, but right, a good clean break from uh, corporations and government, especially when it comes to elections. Uh, no, uh, what is it? Uh, Citizens United, ain't Cit- that the one? Repeal Citizens United. And let's see, we'll run down these real quick and then we'll be done with it. Enforcement of the border, just you know, as they always like to say now, common sense stuff, but I mean, ultimately, like actually use the border for what it's supposed to you know actually finish building the wall makes no sense to have some of a wall not a full wall um uh we would also push common sense lgbtq policies leave the kids alone uh so you know we wouldn't want you know nothing involved with kids basically you know as you're an adult you want to do it that's it uh let's let's keep it out of schools it can be a part of the regular curriculum when you talk about sex and all of that but no reason for it to be involved in anything else uh any teacher that gets caught doing it you're gone uh hemp push hemp as a major manufacturing uh utility as opposed to the different variations of plastics i mean that should be pro so many things new industry um pro environment cut government funding so many agencies and little this is and that's cut them because we need money because we owe fucking money however that works uh reform the fbi and the cia of some variety we talked about you know how, whether it's completely cut it revamp it which would be probably hard but come up with some way to be able to to reform it because it just seems like it's just as corrupt as a lot of the other things no more voting machines we would get rid of the voting machines uh, less chemicals and foods, uh, your, your household items, your pharmaceuticals, basically everything. Let's get rid of it. Pesticides. Let's come up with some ways that, we, you know, because as it is now, we know that it's there and we can't keep letting these, corp- again, corporations dictate what the government does and what the government allows. Prosecute Monsanto for Roundup, but man, continue. Man, uh, I, I put it as bring home the troops, but essentially... You know, a, a much less aggressive, a le- much less involved from a standpoint of s- resources, troops, you know, in places that maybe we don't need them. I'm sure that there's some some spending there that's that's not needed. Um, and then the last one I assume there because we hadn't talked about it, but abortions. We just keep it the same, basically, states decide. I don't know. Tell us what you think. You hear, you listen to it. What you think? You agree with any of it? None of it? Yeah, some of it? Give us some feedback. Which on ones could we candidate. add? Yeah. What could you? What would you put on your creative candidate? Uh, you can hit us up at pdkupodcast at gmail You can hit us up at pdkupodcast on X. On X, I like that. People talking about what do you say now? If I'm going to send out a tweet, you just, I'm, I'm Xing. Gonna X, I'm going to send out an X. I'm, I'm sending out an X. I just X. Ooh, I Xed. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just re X'd me. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know. Let's there, there, we'll come up with something. It'll get, but I mean, that's probably it, right? Xed and Xing and reXed me. Yep. You exacerbated me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. But please don't kill please us. Please don't kill us.